While we were marching through Georgia, everybody swing your honey, swing your high and low. The Alaman left for the old left hand, around the ring you go. A grand old right to left walk on your heel and toe. From an that pretty gal to Georgia. Peace and pacifism are main tenets in the Quaker faith. They aren't passive, especially when they feel people aren't treated fairly, but they do address issues non-violently. Nathaniel Green was born into a Quaker family in 1742 and grew up in Rhode Island. He worked in the family blacksmith shop, but was very interested in the world beyond his own community. Green was elected to the state legislature in 1770 and began speaking about American independence from England. His final break with the Quaker Church came when he attended a military parade in 1773 and was asked to leave a Quaker meeting. He never went back. He had a slight limp, so when Green formed up his own militia group, he wasn't qualified to serve as an officer. He overcame that obstacle, serving with the Continental Army at the Siege of Boston in 1776. It was there that he caught the notice of George Washington. When the British Army moved out, Green was appointed Boston's military commander. Eventually, he rose to Major General, serving at Trenton and Germantown, and even at Valley Forge. Washington had a problem, though. The southern colonies were not faring well, and they were being driven over by one of King George's best generals, Lord Cornwallis. The British had important cities in Georgia and South Carolina, and local militias loyal to the king had also formed up. Green was sent to take command of the southern forces and try to mount a resistance to the stronger, better-trained British army. And that's where our story begins. This is Moving Through Georgia, and for the 4th of July, we're talking about Nathaniel Green. Green chose to split his forces and lead smaller, quicker groups in guerrilla warfare. His first victory was in 1781 at the Battle of Cowpens in South Carolina. After that battle, the American forces led Cornwallis' army away from his established supply lines. Green could move his army quickly, and Cornwallis could only pursue him so far without needing supplies. His next major encounter was a battle between the Continental Army and North Carolina and Virginia militia against Cornwallis at Guilford Courthouse. Technically, the British won this one, but with very, very heavy losses. There were some more losses at battles in North Carolina, but then the British tactics began to change. The main forces in South Carolina began to concentrate on the coast, and Green was able to clear the British out of some significant forts in the state's interior. This is when we finally get to Georgia. Although Green himself never fought in Georgia, he was responsible for the colony. When Elijah Clark and others took Augusta in 1781, Green sent an army to support them. These were the first Continental soldiers to enter the colony in over a year. In 1782, he sent General Mad Anthony Wayne to Savannah. Now this was 1782. Cornwallis had already surrendered at Yorktown. For the British, a main part of the war may have been over, but peace negotiations hadn't yet started, and the Americans wanted to ensure that Savannah was in their hands and would not be a pawn to be traded away for something else. 
They were supposed to harass the British and ensure that they stayed close to the city, and with the British out of the countryside, the locals would be less likely to sell or give the British food or supplies. The local Native Americans, who were allied with the British, also had to be shown that there was no hope in this alliance. There were a few battles fought with the Native Americans. The Georgia legislature passed a law confiscating the property of anyone who had joined the British or who had died in their cause, and in a classic good cop, bad cop move, General Wayne held out the possibility of a pardon for those who would come to the Patriot side. It worked, and eventually the state government began encouraging British loyalists to defect rather than punishing them. At the close of the war, Nathaniel Green was given a plantation by a grateful Georgia legislature. It was called Mulberry Grove, a callback to James Oglethorpe and his dreams of mulberry leaves and silkworms. At first, it wasn't particularly profitable and Green had to work very hard at it. He died suddenly of sunstroke in 1786 at the age of 44. He's buried in Savannah at Johnson Square. Green County was formed in 1786 with land ceded from Washington County, and it was given his name. This is Moving Through Georgia, a history podcast that mostly concentrates on Northeast Georgia. We're at movingthroughgeorgia at gmail.com and would greatly appreciate maybe five stars and maybe a review with whatever podcast platform you're using. Let's return for a moment to Mulberry Grove. When Green died, he left behind a wife and five children. The children's tutor, Phineas Miller, had accompanied the family south, but Miller found that he was more effective at running the plantation. A few years after Nathaniel's death, Miller was running the place full-time, and it was becoming a success. The kids needed a new tutor. Catherine Green's neighbor had hired a fellow named Eli Whitney as a tutor for her children, but Catherine convinced him to come to her plantation and develop an idea he had for an invention. He did an episode on the cotton gin and the fact that it wasn't the moneymaker right away. It didn't help Catherine Green, who later married Phineas Miller, when the plantation fell on hard times. She sold Mulberry Grove and lived the rest of her life on Cumberland Island. Enjoy your 4th of July. Come Sunday, we're going to move a little further south and talk about some pyramids and sphinxes and other Egyptian paraphernalia closer to Macon. We're going to talk about Tama Ray. Everybody swing your honey, swing your high and low. The yellow man left for the old left hand, around the ring you go. A grand old right left walk on your heel and toe. From an aid that pretty gal to Georgia. That's all.